Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I remind you that the golf show is brought to you by Cedarbrook Golf Course in Ross Traver. Um, My next guest is uh, a guy who has um, been on the show Several times over the years, he's my uh, go-to guy for Saturday mornings uh, at the Masters, and um, nobody has um, been closer to what's going on down there than than Scott Michaud. Uh, used to be at the Augusta Chronicle, and um, now continues to write for various other outlets. But I've I've asked Scott to come on this morning. Um, because I, I did this one time. I went down on a Sunday and got there in time to go over to the course and, and, you know, just look around, see what was going on, and there was virtually nothing going on. And I think that's changed a little bit with some of the other things that are going on, and I wanted to and I talk to Scott about that. Good morning, Scott. Thank you for coming on with me today. Good morning, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. You getting ready for your busy week? Uh, well, I've been my busy week started on Wednesday because I've been in Augusta uh, covering the uh, Augusta National Women's Amateur since it started on Wednesday. So, uh, it, Augusta week has turned into Augusta nearly a fortnight. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I wanted to talk to you about in the, this Augusta. Um, National Women's Amateur is is a really cool event. It's it's fun to watch. Last year's, um, no, they didn't have it last year, right? No, 2019. They had it two years ago. Yes. Yeah, it was really uh, good watching those uh, young women trying to find their way around that golf course. Um, I would expect it's going to be the same thing. And then you have the uh, uh, drive, chip, and putt on Sunday morning. And then everything else that goes uh, along with that and with the start of Masters Week uh, later on that afternoon, you see all the changes. Is Are they good changes, do you think? They certainly are, especially this women's amateur. I think it's been terrific. Uh, you know, it starts at Champions Retreat uh, the first couple of rounds. But then yesterday, they moved over to Augusta National, where the whole field, regardless of whether they qualified for the cut uh, to play in today's final round, gets to play at Augusta National. And it's really uh, neat seeing how excited uh, the young women are getting an opportunity to play there. Uh, you know, their eyes wide open. And it really is a spectacular event that is, has already inspired some people uh, to, you know, take up the game and, and, and take it more seriously to try to qualify there. And, and, you know, as we saw last time, two years ago, uh, with Jennifer Cupshow and Maria Fossey, with the exceptional duel that they had 
on yep. Saturday. Uh, and the quality of play that they displayed on that golf course under that kind of, uh, you know, pressure conditions was, was really great to watch. And their sportsmanship is what spoke to a lot of people watching it. And I think we're seeing the same this week, uh, with another batch of young women. That's, that, you know, that was a, a great idea that was, um, far too long in coming, I think. But, you know, there were a lot of uh, obstacles, I suppose, that had to be overcome before that could actually take place. Certainly, they certainly needed to adjust their membership uh, conditions uh, before they could do something like that, and they have. Uh, but, you know, Fred Ridley, you know, he has three daughters. Uh, and so, you know, I think this is something near and dear to his heart. Uh, getting this started, I mean, it's the first thing he did, uh, and it, it it went from his mind to you know happening in a matter of five months the first time. So uh, it's really it's really impressive. Uh, I'm excited to see today once again the number one uh, female amateur in the world is in the lead, Rose Zhang this time instead of Jennifer Cupcho, uh, and she's got some really quality players uh, right behind her. Uh, in a much more cluttered field, she's not going to be just playing one person this time. She's going to mm-hmm. she's going to have about nine or ten people who have a chance to win today. So it's going to be fun. <clears throat> and then you mentioned the the drive, chip, and putt. You know that's been going on. I think it's it's we're getting close to ten years. I think there've been eight or nine of them now. This may be the ninth installment. And uh, you know it's 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 changed that dynamic on Sunday that you talked about when you you used to come uh, and it was a quiet country club. Uh, and you saw members playing in a few scattered practice rounds of uh, pros uh, out on the golf course. It is not a sleepy place anymore on Sunday. It is a vibrant uh, morning, people shopping, people watching golf, kids squealing. It's great. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't mean, I'm not even sure I've even talked to any of my buddies about this, but I enjoy watching that thing. I get up at 8 o'clock to, to watch that thing. Um, I've covered a couple of the regional qualifiers here at Oakmont um, when they had them there. I enjoy it, and, and those little kids are, you know, such a treat uh, to talk to them. I look at it that way because you never know what they're going to say, and they're, you know, they're, like you said before, eyes wide open and, and – um, uh, it, it, it's just a lot of fun, and I, I just enjoy watching that competition. I enjoy watching their reactions. I find them hysterical, the big fist pumps uh, and the screams. It's it's great. I mean, it really is exciting to see them uh, enjoy themselves so much out there. And uh, it, it, it's, become, it's become a really unique piece of, of Masters Week. And what's really kind of cool about it is they get a lot of past champions out there to present the trophies at yes. the end. So yes. you see Gary Player and Trevor Immelman and Adam Scott and, and all these guys out there uh, doing it. It's fantastic. Uh, it really is. And now they have, you know, they'll, they'll have Nancy Lopez over there. Nancy Lopez, after all, you know, uh, put her hand on the shoulder of a young woman uh, who had, had qualified four times for that final and never won it. And the last time when she was going to age out, she finished second and was devastated because her drive just missed by a little bit, or she would have won. Nancy Lopez walked up, put her hand on her shoulder, and said, don't worry, now you can qualify for the Augusta National Women's Amateur. She did. She's oh. here this week and, and competing. So it's really tremendous. Well, it's, it's 
Yeah, like everything else in, in golf and in the world, um, things don't stand still very much. Um, uh, that, you know, that first weekend has changed. But one thing that hasn't changed is the uh, tournament itself. Um, it's going to be very interesting, uh, especially at coming on the heels of uh, the one in November. Um, when you look in your uh, crystal ball, what do you see unfolding next week? I wouldn't be surprised to see a continuation of what happened in November, first of all, because uh, Dustin Johnson uh, is on a roll here. He has had a now record 11 consecutive rounds under par at Augusta National, which broke Tiger's record of 10. Uh, and I don't see him slowing down, even though the course will be picking up significantly. It will not be the soft target golf course that it was after the rainstorms in November. They may even go a little bit further on the firm side this time uh, of a little bit of anger uh, on the club's part to, to see these guys suffer just a little bit more uh, this year. Some of the young women yesterday were talking about how firm and fast the course was running already. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not something that they're accustomed to, to seeing. So, and, and few of the pros that have seen it said, yeah, it doesn't look like they're going to take it easy on us this time. But I see yeah. Dustin. I see Jordan Spieth. Uh, if John Rahm's wife uh, cooperates in, in her uh, delivery of the baby, not happening this week. I see John Rahm as a big factor. Uh, those would be the three I would probably put most of my money on. Well, it's going to be fun, as always. Um, uh, Must-see TV. Just wish there was more of it to see. But, you know, that's a battle for another day. Scott, I um, always appreciate you coming on, and we will look forward to talking to you next Saturday uh, to see what's happened after 36 holes. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thanks, Scott. That's Scott Michaud from um, Augusta. He's working uh, for a a number of outlets uh, this week and next week. And before we go, I want to remind you about Mike's pick to win at the turn, which is brought to you by Parks Casino Sportsbook app. Must be 21 or over. Uh, My pick this week in the Valero Texas Open is Brent Snedeker. We'll see. Uh, You know, maybe a long shot, but we'll see. Hey, thanks for listening this morning. Um, Had some good stuff there, I think. Um, Have a great Easter tomorrow. Enjoy the holiday. Enjoy your family. And we will talk to you next Saturday morning at 7 a.m. You've been listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.